Welcome to Snake Eyes, the podcast version on Pulp MX. Uh, with me uh, to give his take on Toronto is uh, David Villeman. DV, uh, just for the record, um, you were late in your column and you suggested a podcast. And I just want you to know that I've been writing columns after each race for like four years now. I haven't missed one. You made it three. Hey, you, you made it three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, four weeks. Four weeks. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I was kind of busy. I had a, I have a tough week here going. So yeah, yeah. No, um, I'm just kidding. Yeah. My mom is in town, and then I coach soccer and soccer practice, and and you know, yeah, tax tax stuff. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, Taxes for me next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like a tough week for me. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Well, we've got the audio version of Snake Eyes going on. So, uh, um, what's happening? What's going on? You saw Toronto. You weren't there, but you watched it on TV. And uh, first of all, I guess let me get your thoughts on this. Uh, what do you think about the series going to Toronto? How do you feel about that? Oh, it's fine. You know, I think it's uh, it's a little bit of a pain for the teams. You know, um, last year we didn't go. Um, when I was team manager, but uh, it's a pain because you have to do paperwork and you know there's a lot of stuff. And um, for the riders, it's the same thing. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't have to do anything; just to fly there. It's just like a regular race. But for the you know mechanics and truck driver and team manager, it's it's, it's a little bit of a pain to go there for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, but uh, but it's good. I think uh, it's good for the for Canada. To, yeah. to go there and, and Canadian fans and and um, you know they don't really have close races anymore because they don't go to Detroit mm-hmm. and so I don't know which race is the closest Indy. one. Indy probably be the closest. That's yeah. still a good hike so, though. Yeah. So that's that's kind of that, that's cool. I think. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's good. I think. And uh, yeah, actually, I forgot you guys didn't go there last year. I, I was going to ask you about that, but yeah, we didn't go, but we did everything. You know, like. Um, we were gonna actually rent a, a, a box van from, mm-hmm. um, I think it was Jacksonville. Yeah. It was just before, and I think drive a box van all the way and uh, park the semi because we only had one guy, I think, or something like that. Yeah. And, um, and we did not have anybody actually before Jacksonville. Somebody got hurt, and the, the Tommy Hahn and Carl Chisholm went to Jacksonville just as uh, spectators. Yep. And you know they were out, so we didn't go. But we we did everything. We did all the list, and everything was ready. I just had to cancel everything last minute. Yeah, um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, all right. So here's a question for you: Does RV lose another race? Um, yeah, he, you know he could. You never know, like first turn crash or something like that. But yeah, it's. Gonna, I think even a first turn crash, he could he could come from the back. Um, yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think you know, Brayton and Wyndham and all that. I think they can stay maybe in front. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just you know I just wish Brayton was riding a little bit more like he wanted to win. You know, he, he looks too comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs to get if he wants to win a race. Uh, he needs to get out of his comfort zone a little bit and kind of. And also when he's around Ryan, just to be a little more aggressive too. You know, like yeah. I thought, I thought it was kind of um, even last weekend. You know, he, he was too much of a nice guy. 
and you know he should have won last weekend for sure. Yeah. You know? So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I'll be. You know, it's even with the all the guys out there, I still can win the last five. You know. Yeah. But uh, with only him of the big five left, you know, that's gonna be it's gonna be pretty easy. And if Dungeon Stewart, you know. Don't race this uh, weekend. Mm-hmm. He's going to be champion. He's going to be champion on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it might be the earliest anybody's ever clinched it. I think uh, MC did it with uh, four rounds to go one time, one year, at ninety six maybe. So, that, so. That, that's going to be that for one four rounds to go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? What other thoughts did you have about uh, about Toronto? It was good to see Kevin Windham come up and catch Weimer and um, Millsaps and make the podium, especially considering he didn't ride all week and his back was jacked up. Yeah, I think I think that was a good ride. You know, I think the, the truck being a little more – the truck looked really easy, but it was rutted and mm-hmm. he made it technical. And I think he was going through the roofs so maybe the best, like the more consistent. He was making time right there. And he rode aggressive in the first few laps just to get around guys. And I thought that was a good ride. The – the main thing that I'm kind of, I don't really like, or mm-hmm. I was kind of worried about is people like riders, even the top riders, they kind of look like really uncomfortable and making a lot of mistakes in those, in those ruts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, it didn't look that bad. You know, I raced the Seattle Supercross in the 90s. You know, that was, yeah, that was rutted. It was like, surviving yeah you know and i thought a lot of guys a lot of good guys um you know they look uncomfortable like the polo almost hate it in the wolves mm-hmm. and yes it was the first five were a little rutted mm-hmm. but you know that's something you can overcome that's something you can find solution technically to to go through them mm-hmm. just like when i'm dead and i thought i was kind of uh, even in the lights, you know, those guys in the Worcester were struggling, just not trying something different technically just to, you know, just to do it, mm-hmm. you know, just to to do it smoother. And I thought about it for like a couple of days, and I was going to write about the snake eyes about this. And, you know, the only thing I was going to, I came up with is maybe the practice tracks are too too nice and too good these days. Right, you know, like, right. you know, every week they have a, you know, you have Mark Peters, they do the, the practice tracks mm-hmm. every weekend, and then you come on Monday, the track is brand new. All those guys, they have, you know, track in Florida or whatever, they pay a man friend just to be in a bobcat and fix everything, you right, know. Right. You go to the Cowie track during the week, there's a bobcat there, and there's, there's a guy, a mechanic, or a rider before they ride, they fix everything, all the ruts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And back in our days, which is you know ten years ago, first we did not have a sprinkler system uh, um, automated, mm-hmm. auto- automatic. Yeah, automatic. Yeah. We had to do yeah, we had to do go the night before, water by hand with fire <laughs> hoses and stuff. Yeah. And there was no bobcat; it was a shovel and a pickaxe, uh-huh. and and the guys. Back in the day, Dirt Works was doing the practice tracks, and they were coming every few months, you know, and yeah. just to reshape the track. So we run on a track that was kind of, you know, beat up. The whoops were at square hedges on them, mm-hmm. and there was dry rats, 
And I thought the track was, you know, not as good to ride on, but a little more technical. And maybe that's the the reason, you know, when you put the ruts out there now, everybody's lost and it's, they kind of look like really, really uncomfortable. And yeah. you see the best guys in the world making a lot of mistakes. Well, you know, that was a theory that I heard from a few people um, that was floated about James when he was struggling a little bit at the beginning of the year. Well, let's face it, he struggled uh, most of the year so far. But James rides on perfect conditions at home, perfect conditions. And so the Pirellis work, and the water's perfect. And when he got to California, it was like, oh, shit, you know? That was a theory I'd heard about, floated about James. So I think you have a point there. Yeah, you're on to something there because, you know, we 11 rounds in, uh, everything's pretty perfect. And then uh, the first time we, we throw a loop in there, everybody kind of gets crazy. Yeah, and, and we've seen it. Every time there's a little rut, you know, Lolo crashes, you know, everybody looks at the 450 race. Everybody was on the ground. You had people off the off the track, Weimar going over a berm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if a lot of people are cross-running in the woods, and I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> you know, like, it's mm-hmm. like they're, they're lost. And that's pretty much what I'm I'm thinking, you know, all those guys. Because I was with Nick at the carry track, the, the carry track is redone every weekend, and then before they they arrive, there's somebody fixing all the ruts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in our days, you know, you, <laughs> we rode in dry ruts and and we we dealt with it, and maybe that actually helped us at the races because right, right. you know, ten years ago or fifteen years ago, the tracks were really really rutted and they re- they didn't really touch the track that much. Now, oh, like yeah. you go to the nine program, you have a brand new track and no whoops anymore. They roll the whoops, and that's something like in Seattle '97, uh, they they touched the two faces of the triple all, um, before the main event, and that was it. Mm-hmm. The rest was like enduro race. Yeah, you know? yeah, you're, you're right. No, I I I was a mechanic for many of those races. Seattle, Indy, um, all terrible. Um, Pontiac, Pontiac, Pontiac yeah. Supercross was insane, you know. Um, here, here's a here's a question for you, uh, Marvin Muscan, who 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 made sure this weekend that he told me that it's Muscan, not Musquin. Muscan, he wanted to let let me know that. But um, Muscan, Muscan, you know, whatever, Muscan's good enough. <laughs> um, yeah. He's he's doing well, and um, he's going home. And I asked Roger about it, and Roger said that it's kind of Marvin's decision. And that he decided, you know, that he was supposed to be done after the last race, but they went to Toronto. KTM's got a big presence in Canada, and it was good to see him there. Should he keep going? First of all, I don't think he's doing well. You know, I think <laughs> okay. uh, he's doing okay. You know, it's, you know, last weekend he started top three. With the field the way it is, he should be up there. He should not get – I don't know what he got last weekend – but he got sure get like, he got six. He or got seventh. Yeah. I think he got seventh last weekend and sixth this weekend. Mm-hmm. So seven last weekend wasn't very good. When you stop third, you know you need to get right there in the top five. You should get. You shouldn't, and you should pass Alicia at the end. Alicia is not a supercross rider, and he had bike problems. You know he had a problem with his yeah. uh, uh, whatever it was. Um, so, and this weekend, the same, I thought he, was, he rode a little better towards the end. We didn't really see him on street, but he was up there. Um, he was up there at the start. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I thought he would have done a little better, especially now, you know. Right. And, uh, 
But yeah, why not keep going? He's not really in a hunt for the championship in the, in the West. In the in the West, so he can he can ride maybe you know a mm-hmm. couple more or one more. But I think it's it's good also to take a break, go back to the 250F and get ready for Seattle. Right. You know that's you know both work. Even if the bikes are they're pretty close to be the same, a 350 and a 450F. But uh, maybe it's cool. It takes a little, a few days off. Go back on the 250F and and go for it and try to win. You know, one of the last three because I think he has the potential. But I think it's same thing is same thing as Brayton. I think he's a little shy and he did not really come out and come as uh, swinging in the class. You know, right? like a Borsha would do or something like that. I think it, those guys that are a little technical. Technical riders, they're smooth, but they need to get out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. just to step it up, just like Brayton. You know, mm-hmm. I think he can do so much better. I think he can give a, a, a run for his money to, to, to Ryan, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, if you just get out of that just comfort zone. hang it out a little bit. Um, you want to move on to the, to the 250 class, or do you have anything else in the 450s? Uh. Yeah, for fifties, you know, it's pretty much uh, it looks pretty normal. You know, like I'm, I'm happy to see Windham doing good um, because great rider. I think it, you know, he's 34 years old. He stepped it up this year, speed wise, um, uh, a little bit, a little more than last year. You know, and um, really technical, like fast in practice, and and always trying to to be up there. So that was that was uh, a good race by Kevin. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the rest is uh, pretty much uh, where everybody should be. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, I expect Josh Grant to get a little better as he comes back from injury. He wasn't very good this weekend, and I I think highly of his talent. And uh, hopefully he gets pulls it together because there's no reason why he can't be. I think there's no reason why he can't be with the uh, Weimers and Millsaps if he was healthy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think he. he yeah, it started the season behind the able and yeah. wasn't like 100% ready, and then he got hurt. You know, he wasn't, you know, super fast at the beginning of the season too. I think everybody in that team started a little late. Right. Uh, and the thing is, having a race every weekend and a new team, and you don't, you know, you don't really, you're not really comfortable on the bike at the first race. You're not 100% ready. Then it's tough to, you know. To get in back in speed and in the rhythm because there's a race every weekend. You only ride twice a week, and then it's kind of it's kind of difficult. You know, if you mm-hmm. don't start 100, percent it's tough to get, tough to catch up. Right, right. Uh, 250 class. I guess um, uh, let's talk right. Oh, Jake Canada. He uh, got a career best fourth. He's been great this year, um, riding uh, the Honda for Moto Concepts. He, and he also said a couple weeks ago on the Pulp Show that he re-signed with Moto Concepts for 2013 already. So, uh, does that surprise you? Should he have done that? What do you think about that move? Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's good because, you know, Moto Concepts gave him a chance last year to race, and it's kind of, it's cool to be faithful, and, and if you like the program, and if you got uh, decent money and a good bike, yeah, just stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe with his results, he could have, you know, signed with, you know, let's say like a better team, a better life team. You mm-hmm. know, yep. there's, you know, 
I don't know if you can get a PC ride or a Geico ride, but there's, uh, you know, uh, there's the a, Suzuki, a Rockstar Suzuki ride. There's, you know, Star racing. There's a lot of yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's cool to be faithful to somebody that gave you a chance a couple of years ago. But yep. you know, doing is. Um, I don't know why we would sign that early anyway because he's a. Uh, He's doing very good, and but right. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of like same as Marvin when he signed to the U.S. He signed in the U.S. for two years, I think, mm-hmm. at the first GP of the year, right? In 2009, yeah. no, 2010. 2010, right? I'm like, what? Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, but um. you know, people make decisions and something. But he's been riding good, and mm-hmm. I don't think he was. I don't think his fourth was as good as his. Two fifth, he got right, right. You know what I mean? Yep, I hear you. Uh, he, he, took, he got a, uh, he took advantage of uh, a couple of guys crushing and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, but it's, it's two fifth uh, in D and 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 that was good. I mm-hmm. think his fifth in Indy was actually pretty good. What uh, you're at the county track a lot. What do you, what do you think's going on with uh, Blake Baggett? If you had to guess, or what does he look like? He's riding well during the week. Yeah, I think he's trying, you know, like he, he does his models, he's trying to go fast, he has his, his mom and his uh, um, a pit board. Um, I just think those kids those kids need uh, more, um, they need to work more on technique, mm-hmm. you know, like corner technique, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff to work on. A little bit like Barsha worked on this year, I mm-hmm. thought. Barsha technically this year is way better than last year. Mm-hmm. Especially his, his corner technique is better, and and he improved a lot and impressed me. Uh, his level from last year to this year um, is way different, mm-hmm. you know. And I think is um, a lot of guys, you know, they do too many laps, too many motos, um, and yes, you need to work on on. On technique and and speed and, and trying to to go fast, you know. Mm-hmm. When you get to that point where you're fast and you can you have the speed to win, then you can work on doing that for 15 laps. Right, right. But you cannot do if you do the opposite, then it actually works against you because you ride a second, a second and a half off for 15 laps, mm-hmm. and you actually get used to be a second and a half slower. Right, you know, right. every day, right. you know, and then get out of it. The more you do it, yeah, the more you uh, get used to it. Yeah, the more difficult it is to get out of it. Right. So, right. and I think, you know, it takes you know knowledge and and a lot of things to make somebody uh, change technically to to actually make him faster. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of little details. And to work, and and I did that with Nick. You know, Nick improved a lot from, you know, the second race of the season where uh, I started after the second race after Phoenix, mm-hmm. all the way to when he got hurt. His lap times in practice and everything improved because we work during the week rather than doing twenty laps motos. Yeah, we work on on the short stuff. You know, like three, four laps, but and single laps, and always being a hundred percent like technically mm-hmm. to go fast and, and that's how you improve and then you do this and this and when you when you get the uh, your technique figured out mm-hmm. then you can go for more laps and I think 
that's that's kind of like what Baggett is is lacking on, in my opinion, this year. Mm-hmm. Like smart practicing, smart practicing. Yeah, and 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 like work on quality and technique and speed rather than motoring. Right. You know, and right. That's kind of like the thing. Right. No, interesting. Yeah, I think I think you're onto something there. A lot of guys just keep doing what's what they're doing, not ch- and you know nothing's getting better, but they're just doing it and doing it and doing it like without taking a step back and looking at what they need to do better or change something up. You know. Yeah, obviously, like you can see his lap time in practice, they've been horrible since the beginning of the season. So he needs to work on his speed, and what makes you go fast is not really to open the throttle, mm-hmm. but actually to change your technique, uh, your lines, your corners. You know the wolves. You're shifting, mm-hmm. your body position. Uh, there's a lot of things that comes into play to go fast on one lap, rather than to do a bosch here and put the, the rev limiter, put the bike on the rev limiter. You right, can right. actually look, you know, uh, look slower, but actually be faster if yeah. you change your technique, you keep right. your momentum. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff to work on, and you know, thing is, if you look at all the the time practice since the beginning of the year, you know, Blake has been off the pace, you know, pretty much every race. Yeah. And if you off a second or a second and a half from Barcia or Roxanne in practice, there's no way. It takes a lot, like, of experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit of polo, a Reed can do that. And in Reed can be 10 in practice and, and win the race because yeah. you have, he has a lot of ex- experience. And in, in, he knows the drill. You know, like Baggett is still young and, and kind of rookie material. And it's tough mentally for a kid like this to be a second and a half off in practice to say, oh, I'm going to win tonight. Yeah. You know, mentally, yeah. he goes on the gate with a, a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. For a guy for Reed or Villopolo, say, you know what? I'm a second off. You know, screw it. I'm going to go right. for it. I know what to do. I win tonight, you know, and that's kind of like you, you start you, your race start in practice, and if you fast in practice, your confidence is up, and and mentally you're strong to go in the game. So you know what? I know if I start first, I'm good because I'm fast. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think Blake thinks? He's a second and a half off the pace. You say I'm going to start first. What I'm going to do? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> if there's five guys that are second faster, they're going to pass you some somehow. At some point, right. The start, right, has, right. the start has nothing to do with it. And, you know, you take Alice, he's a, he's a perfect proof of it. You know, Alice has been like 14 and between 12 and 15 in practice. Mm-hmm. Even if you start good, if you're two seconds off, you, you can start first. You'll never win. Yeah. You have to be fast. Yeah. Or Vince Freeze, another motor concepts rider. <laughs> Story. <laughs> uh, anything else? Anything else you want to take away from the lights class or, or Toronto in general? Uh, any other thoughts? Uh, on that? No, I think you know. I'm, I'm kind of obviously, you know, Blake is six in the championship. It's kind of disappointing for a PC rider, yeah. you know, to be there in Canada. It's fair, and you know, I'm a little disappointed by uh, Roxanne a little bit too. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I thought it was going to be more of a threat this year for Bosch, yeah. and actually Walton stepped it up. Mm-hmm. And Walton, you know, I did not think Walton on, on the Suzuki would have been that good compared to what he showed us 
the last couple of years right, right. on the Honda. So actually, Blake's doing pretty good. As far as Watson, you know, this year they started the season kind of unprepared. He got hurt this winter, and uh, but you know, last year I looked, I watched him ride, and I was like, wow, you know, like good, good mm-hmm. job, you yeah. know, like when. He impressed me in some of the things. You know, he was horrible in the woods last year. You know, he walked on it, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's a normal. He's a GP rider, so it wasn't wasn't a big deal. He's gonna he's gonna figure out sooner or later. Yeah, yeah, he's got talent. But last year, you know, like he had spots and spurts of uh, impressed me of what he was doing in Supercross. You know, and mm-hmm. this year he's more like uh, there's more too mellow almost. You know, like. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that comes out that's great, you know. And, uh, you know, last weekend I thought, yeah, they collided with Barsha. It wasn't that, it wasn't that bad of a hit. Right, you know? right. But after that, I'm like, dude, I was watching the race with Nick. He came to my house, and I'm like, oh, we're going to have a race now. You know, yeah, like yeah. he's going to you know, yeah. step it up and 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 stay with Barsha, and we have a race for the last you know, 10 laps or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but really nothing happened, you know. So, um, yeah. I don't know, I'm kind of, I'm a little disappointed, you know, like, because I think he has a lot of potential and he, he showed last year, like, some sort of greatness, even if he was, like, raw and a rookie and, you know, know nothing about U.S. Supercross. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he was uh, more aggressive, more attacking, more scrubbing last yeah. year, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, like I told you, he looks, he looks too mellow now. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs to, mm-hmm. you're, 120, you're in a light class, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, a 250F, it, it, it's, it's tough to be smooth and fast. You just kind of need to be aggressive on it, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what he's, he's missing. And last year it was really aggressive and... And and like I said, he impressed me in some ways last mm-hmm. year. But this year, like, he's fast in practice sometimes, you know, and he's right there. But when you look at him, I'm like, yeah, he can do so much better if he was a, if he had a little more of 2011 in him. Right, you know? right. Um, what did you think of my Twitter blew up after Justin Bogle uh, uh, heat race uh, incident with uh, uh, the Pellegrini, the Italian guy? What do you make of Bogle showing his emotions, uh, Bogle's riding, Bogle's little mini slump? Um, is there anything to be worried about, or did you take did you take it that you know his reactions were wrong? Uh, he looked like a sport brat to me, you know. But how can you how can you be mad at Pellegrini when you're hundred two hundred percent wrong? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like I'm, you know. 100% wrong, and I'm going to scream at you and, and say, oh, <laughs> right. what the hell are you doing? Right. The guy didn't do anything. He was in front, and he got hit by somebody from behind, you know, and right. why would you scrub that thing? Why would you try to squeeze in between the pole and the rider? Right. Every rider on you, if you go inside before the finish, you're, you roll the inside. You're going to drift you're going to drift, yeah. drift to the half side. That was the light on night long. In practice, it, it that's the line, and mm-hmm. the, the line outside, you kind of had pretty much to wait and to jump between the pole and the guy, and the guy and Bogo tried to squeeze in there, mm-hmm. and 
You try to squeeze and also scrub. Yeah. If you squeeze and, and stay straight, nothing would have happened. It would have been close, but they would never hit. Right. You know, and it goes in between the, the, the finish <laughs> frame thing yeah. and put a greenie and scrub the shit out of the thing. I'm like, <laughs> what do you think that was going to happen? Right, right. And then you crash, you almost get hurt, and Big then you time. scream at the guy in front of you. <laughs> I'm like, dude. Right. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But, you know. I think, you know, the thing with Malcolm, the, a, couple, a few races, you know, it's kind of like, he's a kid, he's a rookie, yeah, yeah, yeah. he hit his yeah. helmet, whatever. That happens every, that happens all the time. Right. You know, it's, it's, yeah, you shouldn't do it, but you yeah. can understand it. Yeah. But this weekend, I'm like, dude, wrong, <laughs> wrong. really wrong decision. Right. Wrong decision. Ah, he'll figure it out, I'm sure. He's got too much talent, and, you know, like you said, he's a rookie, so he'll get it, he'll get it figured out. Um, anything else, TV, or is that is that it? Is that our snake eyes for the for the week? Yeah, the, I, unless you want to ask me some stuff, but you know, I'm pretty much. Uh, That's your thoughts on Toronto. We we pretty much covered it. Yeah. Do you think James comes back? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really. I'm not close enough to those guys. You know, if he comes back. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think, you know, that'd be good. Houston would be a good race for him. Mm-hmm. Good there. I think if he, he's going to do good there. But, um, you, uh, you, ever yeah. win, you ever win Houston? No. Never did. Um, uh, no, never won with Houston. Uh, all right, man. Well, hey, thank I podium Houston, but that's uh, it. <laughs> yeah, you podiumed a lot. Um, you might have podiumed at every race at one point or another. Um, hey, well, thanks, thanks, DV, for doing uh, doing the audio version of Snake Eyes this week for Toronto. Appreciate it. Always a good insight, and uh, uh, I think we all learned something today. So that's good. Cool. Have right. a good one, and uh, you know, see you next week, I guess. <laughs> yeah. See ya. All right, bud. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.